0: I think it's sure
1: Thank you. It's from the it's from the show. Oh, I figured it was. I only cry to wash
2: away the blood.
1: Oh. Is that what it says? Yeah. <laughs> anti icon 2023, dude. Fucking bad. Yeah. away that <laughs> It's like the fucking Krabby Patty. Yeah, yeah. In that episode. Exactly. It's every,
3: every verse that Ruby has ever. Yup.
1: Yep, yep, Ruby the yep. Cherry. They killed. i killed. bad. Cool.
0: It was good.
1: Alright I literally had to I kept just making a cue Of all of the songs For this episode You know Rather than listening to the full playlist again I was yeah. like alright Kept doing a cue And then yesterday I got so fed up I literally had to make a playlist Called Second Sixteen Because I was so tired of doing it and I was like Fuck it <laughs> I was like let's go A lot of bangers on Some of
3: these albums That I hadn't heard in a long
1: time Oh before. Yeah like, Black Star, Forgot how deep that Black album actually Star, is.
3: the All Eyes on Me, so many mm-hmm. good songs on that. Yeah. That's like uh,
2: a long-ass album. Couple, couple, yeah,
3: two, two hours. Soda. I remember growing up, my okay. cousins would always play Shorty Wanna Be a Thug, like, all the time. Show him what day he's gonna be.
1: Hell yeah. That's good. And that's, that's a good segue into introducing the show, I guess. Uh, yeah, this is What You Spin in the second round of 32 edition of the what you spin in hip hop bracket uh, as always I'm Dorian joined by my pals my cohorts Jake and Matt my boys I haven't been <laughs> I was like, you guys are like equidistant from me basically uh, it's <laughs> blessed blessed. It's yeah Thank uh, you. in the new in Matt's new pad uh, yes we are. the the new empty table shack it's fucking oh, nice. pimping. It's nice. We can we have within this one room there's three different angles we could shoot for. We (laughs) Mm -hmm. could shoot this podcast like and make it look like seven different locations. It's fucking sweet. Yeah. Sit at the the bar. bar. Yeah, (laughs) sit at the bar. Fuck yeah, we can do like a have it shot like Seinfeld. Mm -hmm. You can like Kramer in and out. Yeah. Bunch of
3: different different spots, different pans. Yeah. Yeah. The studio. But
1: this is it's a sick place. Thanks for having us over. Yeah, of course. Glad you guys like it uh as we were kind of talking it's time to talk about a very diverse i feel like i don't know i've been trying to find the word to describe it it's like a good mix of hip-hop albums in this second part that we're doing Mm -hmm. yeah i feel yeah
3: this second half i feel like it's a lot more hip-hop than the first half it feels like to me it has a lot more oldies like a lot more -hmm. 90s this one does for sure yeah Um, so i like that about it the Mm -hmm. whole this whole second second half is and some
2: unique battles as well i know mm-hmm. the other side had just as many unique battles but this one in particular
1: yeah i think the thing about in that regard about it i was thinking because the other one had like the poly b effect like every other one it was like
2: the poly b effect yeah
1: yeah the, the paul's boutique i was like fuck like it's just going up against ready to die but it's still such a good album mm-hmm. and then this one i feel like it's a little more evened out mm-hmm. like yeah shout out the randomizer I feel yeah. like that's a cool way to have it either way, but
2: um, yeah, paired everything up very well.
1: Yeah, but you know, I kind of like that. That's how it went. You know, this one it was kind of like, all right, well, these are both great albums, but this one is just the magnum opus of this whole era or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we did get you know get some surprises with you know Fear of a Black Planet and fucking Pray for Haiti. I haven't been mad about that for two weeks. No, (laughs) I lost. I lost a fucking Machami. He doesn't even have lyrics on Genius. (laughs) But no, let's go ahead and uh, do. Any uh, anything else we want to go over? Oh, I've actually got something. Since we're all right here, have you guys heard of Daylist? No. On Spotify. No. Check this out. Like, pull. Do it on your phone too. I want to see what y'all get it so day list it like refreshes i think it does four different playlists a day so it like refreshes every hour oh yeah i've seen this yeah, yeah. and so it gives you like on That's saturdays you thing. listen to stuff within this kind of realm so what is yours jake
3: yeah my now it's titled 90s skate saturday so it's just like a bunch of 90s hip-hop classic hip-hop
1: you got some tribe uh, in there
3: yeah because there's i mean nice. recently i've been just listening mm-hmm. to hip-hop because of this bracket right yeah i've used this before i see it does switch up depending on what you're listening to like throughout the day
1: yeah like thursday i had like deep groove metal thursday evening or something and Mm -hmm. it was like a bunch of tool and gojira and fucking mastodon acid it got me into acid bath that fucking song i sent Uh, yeah uh but mine right now is basically the same as jake's as far as artists like uh, MF Doom and try, but I got MC Rhymes Saturday morning, probably because of this fucking bracket <laughs> lately. But what what you got?
2: Lonely Chamber Music Saturday afternoon.
1: Damn, nice. <laughs> Lonely Chamber Music, Ghostface Killer, <laughs> Little Brother, hell yeah! All oh, right, Little Brother's good. Yeah,
2: lots of outcasts,
0: which I don't
1: mind. Don't oh, mind man. that, but yeah, check that out every once in a while. I'd be interested, yeah, and if you see cool. a good one, like screenshot it and we'll okay. bring it up next time. I just I've gotten some good ones. One was like. Some weird, like, 90s house or something. It was, like, Fatboy Slim and, like, mm-hmm. Oizo and weird shit like that. I've been, yeah, I've been listening to
3: <laughs> a lot of Mr. Oizo. Uh, he's so good. He is so good. Speaking of music, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of new music keeps... I mean, every every week, new music drops. That's yeah. what I look forward to. Like, Fridays, it's just new music. Yeah. Um, recently, Alchemist dropped the album... uh It's, like, a follow-up to another series that he did that he's actually rapping on. What? Mm, Wow. Yeah. That's cool. That he raps on. And he hasn't rapped since, like, his first project that he did.
1: What the fuck?
3: Yeah. And some raps that, like, some lyrics that he does are actually, like, you're like, damn, okay, he's got some
1: writing skills. Damn. What's it called? Yeah, it's,
3: um... yeah, it's probably like my first thing that I have. It is called Flying High Part 2. Damn. Uh, definitely give it a listen. It dropped okay. uh, two days ago. Or yesterday, yesterday. Fuck yeah.
1: All right. So, Flying High Part 2, The Alchemist. I'll definitely check that out. Yeah. Thanks for the recommendation. Speaking okay. of him, he's going to come up here in a, probably about 10, 15 minutes. Maybe. Yep. Yes, Shall we? Shall yes, we dive? Let's. All right. So, we'll go ahead and just, I'll do a recap of last time. Uh, so, in the, fir- in the uh, Sweet 16 already, we've got Mad Villainy going up against AT Aliens. That's going to be insane. We've got 36 Chambers going up against Low End Theory. Uh, Ready to Die going up against Fear of a Black Planet. And then Soul Food going up against Pray for Haiti. That's going to be... Great. I'm excited to revisit some of those albums and discuss those matchups. Mm-hmm. That's like kind of the cool thing is trying to predict what we're doing here. Um, but let's go ahead and go right into it. We've got a matchup with me and Matt, my album Black Star by Most Deaf and Talib Kwali, uh, which I think is 90 something, isn't it?
2: Robots are entering the building. Oops. Everybody look nuts. People need another code. Um, there we go. We're going with Three Feet High and Rising by De La Soul.
1: Hell yeah. Nice. Rock on, Crouton. I'm trying to look up what year that album came out. I think that was 1989? 98 90- for Most Deaf, and then we've got 89 for De La Soul. Nice. Uh, yeah, so Black Star versus Three Feet High and Rising. Uh, two classics. In their own right one yes. kind of more so than others but yeah uh, that's a good
2: comparison this one
1: but i mean most f is in this bracket twice for a reason and talib quali or yasin is as, as he is now yeah
2: uh, <laughs> we love de la Soul. we've talked yeah. about them before numerous times they've been brought up numerous times because they're great and i think they kind of set that that flow that it's okay to just kind of be abstract and make goofy rhymes. And mm-hmm. that's acceptable. Yeah. And that opened the door for Most Death to be himself more or less and do his shit. And, I don't know, I think like, it's kind of a cool... This is a cool battle. I like this mm-hmm. movie,
1: you, mm-hmm. know? Kinda, you know? It is kind of, you know, it is kind of the chicken and the egg kind of mm-hmm. thing, you know, because they did come... I mean, this album in particular came out much... Like, almost 10 years mm-hmm. before Blackstar did. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it is kind of... You know, and then even we're going to talk about black on both sides later, but you can see mm-hmm. the influence from De La Soul, and you know, shout out to them finally putting this back on streaming. Uh, that's been great. The whole re-release that they've mm. done. Uh, no, I love this matchup personally. It's it's a tough one.
3: It's very hard. I I really love both of them. Uh, I kind of lean more towards Black Star mm. just because I. I think they're a lot more different than uh, De La Soul. De La Soul were different for their time, definitely. Mm-hmm. Like, they pioneered, um, like, old-school hip-hop, and they really brought it to a new light. Um, but Black Star, this being their only uh, album, I think they actually, that's not true, they actually did make an album, like, what, a year ago, or two years ago or something? Yeah. Um, but this one is, like, a classic. It's a mm-hmm. classic album of theirs. Um, but it's just tough It's tough, it's two different sides One is like gangster rap The other one mm-hmm. is just like I don't know how I'd describe it It's just like
1: It's like pre-Tribe Called Quest Yeah,
3: it is yeah. pre-Tribe yeah. It's like a lot more like upbeat, more, more happy, more mm-hmm. dance Yeah
1: it. The comparison And this is funny because it's two albums that Matt's brought up Is uh, this album And the Arrested Development album Kind of have the mm-hmm. same kind of hip hop genre to them. It was ninety
2: one or ninety two for Arrested Development. Yeah, yeah. so it's kind of like that happier, like positive kind of very positive vibe, yeah. and like yeah, just rapping about their lifestyle mm-hmm. rather than what they want to do. Yeah.
1: yeah, and so I think it, ugh. but man, the the just rhyme schemes and syllable play with, within both, but mainly on the Black Star album for me, like that's what drew me into it. Was yeah.
2: <laughs> it's an underrated album too, I think, in a lot of ways. Yeah. It doesn't get a lot of love sometimes, so I'm glad we're talking about it.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, hm.
3: Yeah, I think I'm um, I'm in I'm in the boat where it's hard for both, but I yeah. lean more towards Black Star just because I've I've like been with it more. I feel like I've resonated more with it. Right. Um and Talib Kweli and uh, Death, like it's one it's a great duo. I think in hip-hop, you don't see a lot of really good duos, and they're one of them definitely old-school when you think about it. Yeah. They come up in the conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, you think of Outkast, you think of a bunch of others, but they're also in the forefront of that conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (sighs) Those two are unique in themselves.
2: uh, Like, six months ago, six months ago I was listening to a podcast with them and Dave Chappelle. They did one. Damn. The name of it was, but... Um, they were just in the studio talking about just weird stuff and being silly and most busting rhymes and Damn. coming back and it was pretty cool.
1: That's incredible. Yeah. I love that.
2: Hearing Dave Chappelle bust this stuff is pretty cool too. Yeah.
3: Yeah. No, they they they'd. Uh, I mean, they were on the Chappelle Show, uh, Black Star. Mm-hmm. Most they Def, were most FN Talib Kweli. So that's. Uh, yeah, they had that. Uh, going on all the time and this was even pre before uh black on both sides came out yeah um, a year yeah. before so mm-hmm. it was kind of like it gave you an idea of what you were getting into yep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's good that because it has that background where he can you know come together with the group with the duo and then he can do it solo also Most
1: mm-hmm. yeah um, and they both i feel like both these albums i i have another hard time with because as soon as i heard them i like fell in love with them like i hadn't heard three feet high until i had heard like maybe a couple songs off of it until you brought it up and then black star i found through a youtube video about rap and because they (laughs) highlighted like the rhyme scheme within redefinition which is why i put it on there because it was like my intro to them Mm -hmm. but i fell in love with both of these albums like as soon as i heard them and so now i'm like fuck which one do I oh, like yeah, more? Yeah, too tough. Mm-hmm. I sang, I sang uh, way, the I magic like, number I don't, I don't, for <laughs> yeah, exactly. right. for three months straight.
2: I don't lean one way or the other on these two because they're both unique. Yeah, um, I love most of
1: them. Me too. Um,
2: I think personally, I or go ahead. I was say they're both like I think we said a minute ago they're both still active. Mm-hmm. Both both acts are. It's pretty cool.
3: Yeah, actually, speaking of Chappelle show, both. <laughs> Mos Def mm. and uh, David yeah. Soul were on mm. Dave Chappelle's show so damn um, yeah they've been around both they're both titans in the hip hop community mm.
1: um, I don't know do, do we, do we want to start up the, yeah, I'll start off yeah. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go three feet high and rising on this one I'm gonna have to okay. I think so nice just because I have a... There's yeah, no, no shame in that. No. I mean, it's... I love both of them. Fuck, Blackstar was my pick, but just three feet high for, like, the pat, like, ever mm-hmm. since you brought it up, I've just... I love it, like, the whole concept to it, the... How many fibers are in a shredded wheat biscuit? Like, that kind of shit is just great, and then... But, yeah, Blackstar is phenomenal in its own right, but it might be recency bias, but... I don't think so because I listened to all of Black Star this morning and I'm still making this decision. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, three feet high and rising for me.
3: I can go next. I'm gonna go Black Star. Okay. Um, I think I. It's definitely one of my favorites. I've seen it in person so many times, and I'm like, I'm gonna pick this up today, or I'm gonna get this next week. I still so haven't got it. Got it, it. I've Same. seen it wow, so many times. And I, should, yeah, well, I should have it by now yeah but songs like Respiration um, mm-hmm. the last song mm-hmm. uh, that one's also a banger so many good songs good features on it common yeah. Um, so yeah I'm going to go with Blackstar this one
1: hell
2: yeah uh, for me I don't
3: know I think I'm going to go with Three Feet High and
2: Rising
1: because
2: nice. it's nostalgic for me reminds me of House Party and Kid and Play and watching those movies when I was younger hell yeah and hearing some of those songs for the first time hell yeah and hearing him later in life and be like oh I remember that I remember that that little beat that's where that was from Mm -hmm. and be like oh these are kind
1: of cool that was kind of what I got to because I discovered Blackstar the Blackstar album like uh, probably like 2016 2017 Mm -hmm. and I hadn't really revisited it until this past couple of weeks like a full revisit and I was like shit man Mm -hmm. I love like uh, damn it the what, like... Definition. Just so, yeah, Definition, Redefinition, uh-huh. uh Little Brown Lady or whatever yeah. the hell. That's, like, just so many good songs off mm-hmm. of it. and then But then the same thing. I heard that little drum intro from Magic Number, and I was like, yeah, yeah it's literally... And just, like, the fact that they have, like, little kid-drawn flowers on the album mm-hmm. cover, that's just what that album is. It's yeah. just happiness. So. It is happiness all around. Shout out. uh But, yeah, we will... Be right back to go into probably the hardest matchup of the day. We'll be right back. But you guys ready to do the hardest matchup of the day probably? Not really. It's not the hardest. For me it it is. One of
2: them.
3: I think it's a good matchup, because yeah. I, yeah. I think we have appreciation for both of these. Yeah. Uh,
1: they've also both been brought up on the show. Also, forgot to mention previously, uh, Three Feet High Rising, check out episode 16 uh, for that one. That was actually a really good episode. I think that was Rammstein, Shuggy Otis, mm. and 3-6 Mafia, I want to say. Mm Shuggy.
2: My boy, Genius. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: so my boy, Suggy. But, uh, yeah, this one we're going to go. We're pulling from episode 10 and episode 6 with Haram by Armin Hammer and the Alchemist. Let's go ahead and... I'm
3: about to get real jealous. I got my copy. The OG copy. Kaboom.
1: Shout out Jake for selling me this biatch.
3: I want that back, by the way. That was was just a (laughs) loan.
1: I paid $20 to rent it for two years. Uh, Up against uh, Quasimodo's Yes or Whatever uh, from episode 6. The most recent release from Quasimodo. Uh, Both great albums. Uh, I love both of them, so this is really going to be a hard pick for me. Both of these were my picks uh, for the bracket. Um... So yeah, I've got a lot to say, but I'll put a pipe in it for now. I mean, we literally saw Arm & Hammer in concert last month. So, I mean, smart. that kind of, if you want to, if you think you know where this is going, just go ahead and fast forward about <laughs> five minutes and then hear us start talking about Yes or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. or just the next matchup. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah, I mean.
2: <laughs> Both these artists I was introduced to by you guys. Like, I hadn't, yeah. heard, I hadn't heard of them before I got to join the cast, so mm-hmm. For me, this is a unique matchup that's fun to talk about, because I like like them both.
0: Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And like you just said, we went and saw Arm & Hammer not too long ago, and that was Mm -hmm. cool in itself, so. And Haram was the first introduction for me. Yeah. So, and that's a great, this is a great album. It's, uh, it starts off very, you know, sample-heavy, and then it just kind of goes into the flows, and, Mm -hmm. and I don't know, there's just something catchy about, uh, just the way it starts off. Yeah. It just hooks
3: you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Sir Benny Miles is a mm. crazy intro. Ladies and
1: gentlemen, would you got the round, please? Like that. Mm. Anytime an album does that, you know. like Usually if someone has the confidence to do that, they... The, just the, captures you. Yeah. yeah, it's like...
2: And it was, a lot of that has to do with the Alchemist behind, you know, doing the conducting behind all that shit. It's crazy that they just flow so well together and that album from start to finish is so good.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. so. yeah. from Sir Benny Miles all the way down to Stone Fruit. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. the verses from... Anybody and everybody on the album is just unreal to me, you know, and it flows so well. Like having an album just flow like you can just put it on and then it just literally is just seamless throughout is a, yeah. is so nice. Like Black Sunlight, Indian Summer, Aberdeen, like all of those songs flow so well throughout mm-hmm. each other. It's just insanity. It's yeah. insanity, and I'm glad that we, you know, have talked a full episode about it, but I'm also really happy that we get to kind of revisit it, because I feel like I've fallen in love with it four times since we first talked yeah. about it, like, you know, again. <laughs>
3: that, sh- that show that we went to definitely made me appreciate it a whole lot more, mm-hmm. especially Stone Fruit, because yeah. it was kind of those songs that I was like, eh, it's a throwaway, but hearing it live and, yeah. you know seeing the power that they have when they're doing it and the emotion they put into it, it's, it's a whole nother beast. Yeah. And everything about it. Um, it's great. The album's fantastic. Um, it's great seeing two of your like heroes, like on one hand you have Alchemist, like one yeah. of the best producers in the last 30 years. And then, you know, at the same time you have Arm and Hammer that they've been doing it for so long come together and like, you know, just make this masterpiece of yeah. of an album. On the other hand, though, I mean, quaz, we're talking about Madlib. I mean, it's Madlib. It's the mm-hmm.
1: underground producer, like the best underground producer of all time.: Yeah, he's definitely
3: he's definitely in any person's conversation, like top five mm-hmm. producers of all time, like mm-hmm. his catalog, everything that he's done, everything that he's worked with, mm-hmm. um, for him to do like this and be his final piece for now. Of, mm-hmm. Like you know this other persona
1: and uh, it's great it just a, just like the best i mean we've covered his whole discography as of episode fucking like we've covered his other two albums on this i couldn't i didn't have For time Quasimodo, to yeah. yeah i didn't have time to go back and find the exact episodes uh one was not too long ago though um mm-hmm. uh, uh, but yeah, I man, it's like just the concept behind that of you know the high pitched voice mm-hmm. over like the Madlib instrumentals and just like the scumbag kind of criminal character that he like created.
2: This, yeah, this, I was looking at that. Yeah, um, cover itself on the back there.
1: Yeah, he's got his his little snoot nose <laughs> in some in some woman's behind. Get out of here! Mm, yeah, know. yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> a fucking Alf's Alf's degenerate <laughs> nephew is <laughs> sniffing ass cracks. It's it's just so sick and then this was technically a compilation album but you get a a reimagined version of Green power off of the unseen which was his first album mm-hmm. uh, this version of Green power was like really what cemented my love for Quasimoto honestly and oh, I yeah. I think I said this when we covered the unseen but I was like if I do anything like performative in my life like green power is gonna be like my walk-off song yeah. just because it's just such a cool like end of the night kind of mm-hmm. vibe song for sure. Uh
3: no, this has some of my favorite Quasimoto songs for sure. Yeah, catching a vibe. Am I confused? Astronaut. At planned attack. Like yeah. Astronauts. This whole album is is really good, but I think going up against Haram, um, it's tough, especially because we all appreciate it so much. Yeah. That I think, safe to say, we we all like Haram. Yeah. <laughs> we are
1: biased. I think I think that's gonna be a full. Yeah, I think we is that where we're going. You're definitely voting. Haram
2: I would if I had to vote right now I would
1: yeah yeah Um, but yeah it's just listen to both of these albums honestly like any of these albums even if they don't make it through like they're in the bracket for a reason obviously but this matchup in particular it was like because the two songs I picked from the one from Haram was Indian Summer which is uh, arguably it's probably my favorite song off Mm -hmm. of it Mm -hmm. Stone Fruit is a close second now actually but uh astronaut off of yes or whatever and indian summer off of haram are just two insane songs
3: i i, I it's hilarious too that our like our mix that we have where we mm-hmm. all have like songs that in the blend the blend mm-hmm. yeah every single day that it refreshes mm-hmm. sometimes they're different songs from different artists different genres but yeah. it is always one or two songs off of Haram. Yeah. It's Every always time. <laughs> like, it's always it'll be like version. fucking Squeegee one day. Yeah. And then. <laughs> and then it's Sir Benny Miles or it's Falling Out of the Sky. Yeah. It's always something off Haram. Yeah. So,
1: I think with that being said, yeah, I think we just got to push it through. Mm hmm. I think, yeah, that being, all of that being said, we fucking saw him in concert. Can't have a daily blend without one of the album, or a song off of it popping up. Yeah, I don't downplay no. Quaz at all. No. no. love, love no. That album. Love it. I mean, yeah, it was the first Quaz album I brought up. It was the first one I, or actually not technically, but when I started this round of collecting, first one I owned. Uh, I won't even get it. give it the pity vote, though. Uh I, I gotta go for as well and <laughs> mm-hmm. push it through. But yeah, Yes or Whatever, fantastic. Astronaut, I just wanted to say, like, kind of talk about that song just real quick. It's like two songs in one. It mm-hmm. does like a switch, mm-hmm. beat it, switch. It, but it's not really a beat switch, because mm-hmm. it's essentially the same one. There's just a little pepper kind of thrown on it, and it's just like... Uh, look at like just that when he comes back and look out for double d <laughs> she lying i'm telling you who you gonna believe her or me talking about <laughs> fucking cheating on his girl and shit. it's like jesus dude uh but yeah shout out quaz but yeah haram moves on in this one uh so shout out to him jacob you and i are going against each other now Uh-oh. <clears throat> yes <clears throat> what do you got
3: yeah uh paid in full um, paid Eric, in full By Eric, Eric B And Hruch, Rakim. Uh, uh Came out in 80 bu, 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 87 Jesus Christ, Christ. In 87 sorry. It's a banger Those are really fun
2: times. Uh, Ex- I'm sorry What the hell are you <laughs> For fuck's sake
1: Sorry <laughs> We don't do snippets though. anymore. Bad stuff. <laughs> was that was that De La Soul? Yeah, talk? Was just one of them.
2: To, you don't need to talk to me right now, guys. You know I'm talking? in the middle of a cast. Sorry, De La Soul was calling me. We
1: we put him we put you through. They just wanted to know what their place yeah. was. Sorry, were they, guys. <laughs> we'll call you back, okay? <laughs> right. uh, Eric B. and Rock Him. 1987, you said.
3: 87, paid in full.
1: Paid in full, and we, me, myself, and I. Let me figure out what year it was brought, it came out, Rock quick. right Rock Don't boy. you have
3: this? I feel like you have this. I do,
1: actually. Why am I doing that?
3: What in the hell?
1: Haha! <laughs> Good Kid Mad City from 2012, Kendrick Lamar, his major label debut, uh, this is an insane matchup. Old and new come together. Yeah. Eric B and Rakim, two of the GOATs. Going up against, in my opinion, uh, one of the greatest storytelling hip hop albums of all time. Uh, let's let's duke it out, my friend. It's literally Eric B. Rock Him is so '87, like the cover and everything of it. Like oh, it's
2: like New Jack City. It's like yeah, yeah. straight
1: up. It's yeah. like it's like Fresh Prince of Bel Air, like mm-hmm.
2: <laughs>
1: pre yeah, pre 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 fresh, <laughs> pre fresh, pre jazz. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, <laughs>
2: very uh, haircuts and gold mm-hmm. chains slanted
1: flat tops yeah.
2: but a lot of the sampling and a lot of the rhymes and a lot of the things that are on that album you hear from other artists throughout hip-hop after mm. that which is cool i know yeah. that they inspired a lot of those artists yeah with this album um and just kind of want to be, being the first mainstream hip-hop mm-hmm. albums you know to kind of sell a bit more and be yeah. like accepted a little bit more yeah. and for a lot of people that didn't listen to hip-hop be accessible too
3: yeah it, def- <laughs> it definitely uh, sorry no you're good go ahead it definitely like brought hip-hop to a new scene mm-hmm. uh, especially because it's still being kind of new uh, not super you know it wasn't yet established like east west coast a whole lot um, so this put east coast on the map and hip-hop in general uh, Eric, uh, Eric B with you know his, with his beats Rakim Rapping. Mm. Um, it's crazy. And it really, yeah, changed the game for hip hop. I think if mm. this hadn't come out, a whole lot of stuff maybe would have faltered or wouldn't be so ahead of its time.
1: It's um, one of the most important hip hop albums mm-hmm. in this bracket or that we've even mentioned. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just as important as Three Feet High and Rising to, yeah. the, to the scope of things. 100%.
3: Yeah. Because it's like
1: 1987, you know? Like, van halen was huge mm-hmm. like to have like so any hip-hop album that comes out back then is a imp- it, if it doesn't die it's it good. like it's, run
2: dmc and that's about it yeah at that point i don't know yeah
1: like hip-hop was still such a young little bird mm-hmm. you know that something this good coming out and being like oh damn like mm-hmm. this is what we can be doing with mm-hmm. this genre it doesn't have to be ha-ha, ha-ha, ha, like grandmaster flash yeah. all the time yeah. like Okay, cool. Like that's, and then yeah, Rakim ended up being, you know, he's everybody's favorite rapper. Yeah, it,
3: it, this is, I think, his first uh, time coming on music. Yeah, because it's before he did, he went solo. Mm. Um, so yeah, it really brought both of them to the limelight, especially Rakim with his rap style. Yeah.
1: So most definitely, most definitely. I think it is a classic.
3: I think it is a classic for its mm-hmm. era, but I think uh talk about modern classics, everyone's heard of Kendrick. Yeah. Everyone's heard of Kendrick mm-hmm. and everyone mm-hmm. knows that album.
1: Good kid Mad City. Good kid, I Mad mean City. swimming pools off of it is, you know oh, uh, Drink. Sit down. Like mm-hmm. uh episode five, What You Spin, we covered this. Uh mm. loved it. that was like I was going through and that was early. Early Fucking one of the other episodes we've got an episode two representation here today too. We had some some episode ones last time. Yeah, episode five, uh, Good Kid Mad City. The you listen to the whole thing cover to cover and it tells such a a harrowing, like just dark but like, it's like a beautifully dark story about like Kendrick Lamar's life and like uh, growing up in Compton and it's got legitimate voicemails from his parents on it, and, you know, like vo- like vocal sketches uh, throughout it of, but like retellings of what him and his friends were actually out doing, you know, like, mm-hmm. jumping into people's houses and stealing shit, and mm-hmm. you know, getting caught up, and all sorts of shit, and uh, has one of the m- most beautifully written songs in all of hip-hop, in my opinion, Sing About Me, I'm Dying the <sighs> Thirst. I was gonna say that. The if you got twelve minutes and you need to cry, go ahead and put that fucking song on, man. It's just, It'll it, for you. it will yeah. do it. Just, uh, but yeah, just the way, like this album is is so so special to me. It's it's one of my favorites of all time. It's why I brought it up so early and why I, it had to be in the bracket for me. Uh, but yeah, like everything about it, it just again, it flows so well together. Uh, And I think I'm going to say the word beautiful eight thousand times because that's like just the way that I could describe this album. It's just top Mm -hmm. to bottom. I just man. Yeah.
3: Yeah, No. Twenty five years of hip hop evolution from Mm -hmm. Paid in Full to Yeah Good Kid, M.A.D. City, and it kind of goes to show not only beats, but um, sampling, the storytelling, Mm -hmm. Kendrick. um, Like I think without Paid in Full. You know, in full crawled, so you know this could walk. That's a good. That's a good way to put
1: it. That is a yeah. good way to put it. I see what because the fuck would, you're doing right now. That,
3: though. That, <laughs> would up, that would
2: sum up my vote because I don't think this. I don't think Payton full, if it were to advance, would make it very far after. Yeah. As good as it is, and as established as it was, I think. Yeah. Kendra deserves to. Mm-hmm. Be represented a little bit stronger in the competition. In my No. Opinion.
3: I I think. Yeah. I like I like that point yeah. that you do. I, I do. Th- yeah. I think that's summed up because. Kendrick, he is our day and age hip hop. Mm -hmm. He is our hip hop right now. Yeah,
1: Yeah. he is like you know it's the Mount Rushmore of any genre will change, and you know for like people our age, it's like that's like Kendrick was who got me back into hip hop. Was Kendrick entirely the creator? So, but yes, Eric being rock him, you know you got to be. You gotta love them for what they did for the game, especially in 1987. I didn't realize that's when that fucking album came out. I'm mm. actually kind of fucked up about that. Like, that's <laughs> insane. Mm-hmm. 25,
3: me. yeah, 25 years from, from that to Good, good kid. kid. Jesus I, Christ.
1: I just did pull good out a Saturday. calculator 30, sec- 30 <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's savage. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, safe to say Good Kid, Mad City for me. and kind of mm-hmm. sounds like that's full, full all aboard. Or I'll go gonna,
3: just for, I mean, it's it's Just over. to tip the we're, hat. We're pushing forward, yeah. Kendrick, but I'm going Eric B. I'm, I'm giving that album, It's Flowers. I think nice. it's a classic. It mm-hmm. is a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, Hell yeah. I, I, that's why I brought it up initially, just because mm-hmm. if we're having, you know, these conversation of hip-hop, we have to go to the source. We have to yep. go to the roots. And oh, yeah. That's why I brought it up. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it, I came back to it this week listening to uh, all of our picks Going back into hip-hop uh, made me appreciate it a whole lot more. Oh, yeah. so
1: Absolutely. So, Good Kid, Mad City moves on. And I get to kind of take a break from duking it out. I'm a little, I'm a little sore. Okay? My arm's a little sore from throwing all damn punches. Uh, but, no, it's time for Matt and Jake to duke it out. So, Matt, what is your pick from episode two of What You Spent? Uh,
2: 1995, maybe? Fuji's
1: the score? Oh, the score. Did you bring your copy of the score, Jake? Uh, I did not. lame not but sure about that date. Yeah.
3: That was, yeah, that was, that was early. That was, like, first,
1: second? Second up. First episode was Miles for you. 96. 96. The score by the Fugees. It was your second pick of all time.
2: Oh yeah, because you guys did. Yeah, we mm-hmm.
1: did the Fujis. Yeah, episode two. That's when I did guess that.
3: I thought it was Krongbin, but Krongbin was third then, huh?
1: Krongbin might have been fourth because fourth. it was either. So Buena Vista and Krongbin were that's right. right. Yeah, that's I, right. Right. I think they it was next to each other. Buena Vista was third. Krong was four.
3: Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So the score uh, versus my pick, Gangstar, hard to earn ninety four two Um, years of separation yeah so close two years separation different vibes um, different vibes different but still very hip hop both
2: yeah especially for that time
3: um I think mine is um just iconic because you have you know one of the best producers uh, DJ Premier Mm -hmm. and Guru um R.I.P. yeah but it yeah with that album it cemented them as an up-and-coming hip-hop duo to look mm-hmm. out for mm-hmm. yeah um and then even then all the albums they did afterwards i mean we um, covered uh fuck we did what was the album uh, uh, that we covered? moment of truth moment of truth
1: moment of truth yeah
3: so but this one hard to earn it was it was i guess their bigger one that came out because oh for did, sure they did two before this um but that didn't gain that much traction. But when Hard to Earn came out, it was uh, definitely a big step for them. Um, so that's why I brought this up. Because yeah. if we're talking about hip-hop, we have to bring up Guru and mm-hmm. DJ Premier.
1: And I mean, the song that you picked for the playlist, Mass Appeal, is just that beat. Oh, is yeah. iconic. DJ Premier all over that's it. That's iconic Premier beat. And, you know, just Guru rapping, man. I mean... What, what What else can you say about that? and then you know to have it be their bigger the bigger album that they put out and you know kind of was an introduction to everybody but I mean if we're talking influence as well, fucking Miss Lauren Hill we've talked about her twice. I mean this is her our third time bringing her up by proxy yeah. Miss Lauren Hill with the Fugees and Wyclef Jean
0: mm-hmm.
1: and all that and, and them it's like God damn how do you pick? Yeah. But that's what we're here to do. <laughs> Fuji's were really unique, too. Coming back
2: out in the, the mid 90s there, having mm-hmm. that kind of positive vibe ish, not, mm-hmm. as, not as heavy with the gangster vibe. Very yeah. reggae
1: influenced as well. Yeah.
2: And yeah. I remember just, I think I stumbled upon a video of them, of the Fuji Law video when that was on MTV. It was late at night or it was on a different channel. I was like, oh, this is cool shit. And I remember just finding the album at like Music Land or some random place in the mall
1: music land music
2: land uh, just bumping that whole album in high school and feeling like I was the only one that was into the Fugees because yeah. nobody else knew I mean. yeah. they unique in that time to have that music and it was fun and I love this album yeah um, from start to finish uh, the no woman. they no all no, have Cry. unique styles you know it's yeah. not all very like Lauryn Hill heavy or anything like that they all just mm-hmm. put their all into it Yeah, and they all have their unique style on each track yeah um, even the covers they
0: do so
1: yeah and I think that's if there's one thing I could say about like how we've pulled this or like how we've kind of gone about this bracket is that the songs that we picked mm-hmm. for the playlist like from all of us were very good representations of the album like mm-hmm. Zealots the mm-hmm. songs that the song that you picked for this is a very good representation of exactly that of how well blended the album is as a mm-hmm. whole and not it being you know oh it's the Wyclef show the yeah. whole time or oh it's the Lauren Hill show mm-hmm. because it's like they throughout the album it's like oh this is it's a For lack of a better word, it's like a fair, like, Mm -hmm. treatment of everybody with, like, oh, we'll give you the spotlight this time. Oh, we'll give you... Mm -hmm. And, I mean, you know, just as Hard to Earn has insane, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, good tracks on it. The, the, damn it, fuck, iconic songs off of the score, you know, Ready or Not, Killing Me Softly. Like, Mm -hmm. that's the other thing is that this one is almost... Go down track by track, and just <laughs> whoever wins the most tracks wins the bracket because it's so close to me. Yeah, like it's just it's yep. a very close matchup.
3: I think also isn't it like one of the most top selling, grossing albums like of all time?
1: I think so.
3: I think it sold like the most like of all time. I think it's like one of um, if I if I remember correctly.
1: Keep bantering all because I'll it, it out.
3: yeah it the score is massive. The score mm-hmm. is massive. It's mm-hmm. not. And it did, I think it might be, if we look at this bracket, one of the most, like the biggest albums on here, just off of success. Yeah. Uh, for, that they, time,
2: for that time in hip-hop, yeah.
3: Yeah, because sure. they did like a world tour after this, and mm-hmm. they went everywhere, and they were massive. Everyone everywhere was listening to the Fugees. Mm-hmm. Um, really brought into Limelight. Also, Lauren Hill um, helped set her up for her album. Sure so yeah this, this the score is incredible it's definitely a classic also mm-hmm. um,
1: 22 million copies sold 6 times platinum that's fucking, that's ridiculous yeah it's fucking banana land uh, 7 or sorry 7 times platinum in, in the US Europe was only 6 times oh yeah. only 6 only yeah. 6 <laughs> but yeah 22,000 copies sold worldwide Damn. or 22 million 22 million 22 million that's Banana Land, with the score, and then it's like I don't know what to say right now because it's so I think fun. I just sold myself on <laughs> on the score. Yeah, I was about to say yeah. I just watched. I just felt the energy leave this just, guy. Yeah, I just I just switched. So, do we push through? I think or so. What's, what's the I voting? I think for
2: influence. Uh,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I'll be biased as fuck because I love this album. Yeah, I mean, it's just another nostalgia moment for me. And
3: I mean. I don't blame you, I brought this up with yeah. like one of my first picks ever on this yeah. show for a reason too, so Yeah. I'm going
1: the score too. Nice. Damn. I personally thought that I was like, I because I try to predict what's going to happen, and I was like hard to earn's going to make it through, but I got to go to the score as well. Just the influence of it and everything. Uh, so yeah, the score moves on and we'll face good Kid Mad City. Ooh. Damn. So, so far we've got three feet high versus Haram. And then Good Kid, Mad City versus the Score. Jake, I should have messaged you and been like, "Hey, bring all these albums for me for us." I did bring that one. Oh, you did. That I did. I should have bought this when it was thirty bucks on Discogs. Now it's sixty again. That I did. But bathroom break or are we good? Ball,
0: yeah. Ball. <laughs> 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 got this
3: uh,
1: this is <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. It's time for Matt and I to duke it out once again with my pick for this part of the bracket. Three thousand one, a laced odyssey by Flatbush Zombies. Album. Incredible album. When was it released? Two thousand. Uh, 2016. 2016. It's a, it's a gateful. That's kind of
3: pictures of them. Where did uh, you find
2: that out? Find um, this is
3: on their website. Yeah, they uh, did a re-release. They did a f-
1: five-year anniversary uh, release on it. I missed out on it. That's why. Oh, I'll I, send you a link, doggy. I know. I couldn't do it at the time, and then... I was well, yeah. <laughs> just beat him over the head with his hydroflask take it <laughs> tie him up with the mouse cable <laughs> um but no i was i have i've been tracking it on discogs and at one point it hit it like dropped down to like $38 and i was like ooh shit Not i bad. could easily grab it totally forgot about it now it's up to like 64 again last i checked like a month ago i was like god damn it all right Not too bad. but so- flatbush zombies 3001 i wanted to get kind of like a weird like a throw in yeah. kind of like not really a throwaway, but like hey I don't give a shit I really like this fucking album in my opinion it's no skips I was like this one was uh, total just self service for me just mm-hmm. throwing this album in but uh, which kind of makes me wonder about your album yeah. is it kind of the same thing mm-hmm. just kind of like fuck it I like it throw yep. it in there mm-hmm. I mean because I mean but what is your album yeah, first
2: my, what is your album two thousand four, uh, uh self titled album by Saul Williams.
1: Okay. Which is insane. It's a great album. So a departure
2: I don't... from, you know, his collaboration with Rick Rubin on his first mm-hmm. album. Yeah. I think this one was almost self produced or some help from somebody else.
1: But... Mm-hmm. And this is uh, the third time we've talked about Saul. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out episode twelve for Amethyst Rockstar, which was Matt's second ep, his second pick, Amethyst Rockstar, and then Niggy Tardust. Mm-hmm. Was episode fifty six, yeah a couple months back.
2: This was my introduction to Saul. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember ah. him, uh, getting into Trent Reznor again, The Nine Inch mm-hmm. Nails back when he was torn with the with Teeth album, and mm-hmm. uh, Saul was opening for him, and the song Telegram to Hip Hop. Yeah, just the delivery he had, and I was just like, Yeah, you know, yeah, he's right. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah! So I was like getting all into it, and just kind of opened my eyes to a little bit more of a cool way to grab your style into your thing. Yeah,
3: yeah. I do like I do like this Saul pick. I like both of these picks because they're kind of out there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah. Saul Williams, kind of, you know, he's a very much Saul Williams. Mm-hmm. He does his own thing. He does not care, and I love that about him because mm-hmm. he's very different, um, especially for a hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love this album, Three thousand and one Laced Odyssey." Definitely a weird pick, Dorian. Weird ass mm-hmm. pick, <laughs> yeah. but I love that pick because I come from that same cloth. Like I, yeah. I very much listen to Flatbush Zombies, mm-hmm. uh, Beast Coast, everything that they do. Um, I love this pick especially just because it. Yeah, I was there when it came out. You know, like yeah. I was listening to it when it when it released. Oh yeah, and, um, was very much into all their other stuff beforehand. So
1: oh yeah, I was getting absolutely. High out of my fucking yeah. gourd and watching WWE and yeah. listening to fucking uh, new phone who dis like yeah. on repeat. Yeah, was like, to a bounce for five hours straight yeah. about tipping on whatever, you know? hitting, hitting gravity bongs made out of glass of vinegar <laughs> bottles and listening to fucking bounce exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so Jesus I love Christ. both of these, but I'm giving my credit
3: to Saul on this. Like, I love, yeah. I love the song that you put on the on. Uh, the Black Stacy Black Stacy is a great song yeah, It's kind of a, a goofy song you, so and then, cool then you really good song But yeah.
1: it's so It is goofy But it's so good And I think it's just like The cadence of it Like Black yeah, Stacy yeah. But you played it On the way to Portland too yeah, And I was like yeah, I don't I know like, why it. But it's perfect It is Because we had like Just kind of like We had just gotten You know Like 45 minutes Into the drive mm-hmm. And I was like Matt, you're a DJ at heart. I was like, you played the perfect <laughs> shit at the perfect time because we all kind of were like, all right, now we're in it. Like, mm-hmm. of course, like we got Saul going, like mm-hmm. on the boys, like mm-hmm. we're in it now. And mm-hmm. so, but yeah, so I, I think because of that too, like we've kind of gotten to appreciate that album a little mm-hmm. bit too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And fucking just want to mention one song off of that, Grippo, dude. That second song, yeah, bro, such an insane track, mm-hmm. <laughs> just it's so good. Heavy. Yeah, it was very and you brought up delivery that's like one of the things I did like about this album listening to it was that he finds a different way to, to, li- to deliver on almost mm-hmm. every track yeah like just mm-hmm. his, the way he's rapping is different almost it's every just song it's a
2: darker slower album out of all his albums in my opinion oh yeah that he's done absolutely it's not very heavy with any rock or mm-hmm. any spoken words it's just kind of like I don't know it's just different
1: it, yeah but it's very I, it feels like the most solved to me. Like, yeah, you know I think that's why I liked it probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there is some poetic kind of aspect to it too, yeah. which speaking of listening to this made me go back and watch that video you sent me of mm-hmm. him doing the poetry and shit. Oh nice. I was like I, it came up on my YouTube and I was like, Oh perfect. I was listening to that this morning or whatever yeah. and was like
2: Dude. Was he reading or was he doing a freestyle? It was reading.
1: the one where he's got uh, the really long sheet of paper that you oh, sent me. I remember me. that. Yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. damn dog. But that was good.
3: Uh, also on that album, "List of Demands." List the yeah, Also, list a great, great song. song too, great yeah. song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got a "List of Demands" written on the palm of my hand. Mm-hmm. You yeah. he's just going. He's going. And Saul Williams is very, is very good. I he's, want my money back. Yeah, <laughs> Saul is fucking awesome. I love that. Um, I got to discover him because of you. Yes, yeah, Definitely, I, I wouldn't have.
1: Yeah. Um, I think out of all of the ones I've been introduced to, like Saul is the one that I go back to the most of don't know. Like even like I'll even do some cigar you know, Brian, you know, but like for some reason, man, Saul is just the bee's knees. And then you did say it like it did. That's why like to kind of go back to my point, this felt the most Saul because it didn't like Tardust was great, but it did have a lot of Trent influence yeah, on it. But exactly. this one felt like it was just him being like, it's called Saul Williams. This is like the most, it's going to have the poetry kind of aspect to it. The, mm-hmm. the polarizing kind of lyrics to it and everything. Uh, so yeah great out of any of the ones that you've brought up so far this was a great one to put in the bracket I feel like which makes this so hard (laughs) yeah yeah
0: it was
3: tough part of me is like super into Saul but the other part of me is like I literally got through high school with uh,
1: Flatbush. Flatbush
3: Zombies yeah and I've had so many more experiences with Flatbush Zombies mm-hmm. um, you know, I think that's
2: probably why I lean towards this one too like, yeah. and that's the cool thing about these dicks. Yeah, that can be
3: a good reason also like seeing progression like yeah. progression of Saul his mm-hmm. album seeing progression of Flatbush Zombies with all of their mm-hmm. mixtapes mm-hmm. this being their actual debut um, and you know stuff that's come up afterwards like the solo work that Meech has done and that Juice has done and seeing Eric Arc Like, Eric actually doing a lot more stuff and being Mm -hmm. a lot more mainstream. Becoming,
1: like, in the recent past, becoming more of a feature artist. Yeah, Yeah. he
3: he has, like, I just checked today, he has 3 million listeners on Spotify. Damn. And he, like, he was always kind of not really looked at... The most popular out of the three. Yeah, because he was just the guy making the beats. He was Mm -hmm. just the producer for them. Yeah, for sure. So now him, like, stepping into his own and, like, you know, doing... Songs with Jungle and uh, Channel Tress. like it's crazy seeing yeah. his progression. So yeah,
1: and that track he did with Ghost Mane and Puya, yep. and Shake
3: Well. That song, that song kills. Rules. He, I've <laughs> always admired him as a rapper. Mm-hmm. I think his production is really good, but his rapping is also really good. I love, oh yeah, he's my favorite out of uh, even Meech, dude. I don't, I I love Meech. Mm-hmm. I love Meechy Darko, but yeah. They they're guy. they're
1: even keel for me, but I do like Michi a little more. But I do get the the Michi
3: Michi is his his delivery is nice Yeah,
1: the fucking I mean on this is it the song that I put in the playlist that comic yeah kind of decimal It's like Jesus Christ, dude. The mm-hmm. fact it's just stuff like that and hip hop trio is something is is really cool. You know, yeah. like yeah. you know the just having that. But I mean, shall we try and vote on this?
2: Okay, so this is gonna be it's more like a favoritism vote. So. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm over mine. Okay,
1: you're voting Saul. Yeah. Jake, what do you got? Uh... Because I like
3: them both. I like them both. Too. I like I them both, but I'm I'm going. Yeah. Uh, Flatfoot zombies. <sighs> Fuck. It doesn't matter what you
1: pick. It doesn't matter what I pick. Actually, it does. Um. Okay. They're both great. They're both great. I love Saul but Uh-oh. honestly looking at it i don't think it matters which one we pick because i think i think we're going to see the poly B effect here in about 6 oh seven yeah minutes. it's getting slammed by the next one yeah the, whatever <laughs> it goes up against it's losing like we could yeah. put we could yeah. put ready to die i mean I, ready to die would be the only thing that could take this the next one out but it's getting slammed just down. a little foreshadowing yeah. there but uh, i'm going to go ahead and put through 3001 uh next hop bracket please put in another salt pick like, yeah, I think there's, there's I, I would another, like to
3: see if I had. A to, Amethyst Rockstar is a banger. Yeah, that's one he has. Or yeah, Mar- Martyr Luther King. That was
2: pretty good.
3: Martin Luther King. Martyr.
1: Martyr Luther King. Yeah, I love his titles, dude. Mm. He's just the he's just the shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, three thousand one moves on. I thought we were. I thought there was going to be. I mean, it was up to me. I could have made it Saul because I thought it was going to be Saul. But
2: that's okay. That's okay. We love Saul anyway.
1: Anyways. Matt, you and I are fighting
2: again. Yeah, not for you. All eyes on me, okay? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So that is a hell of an intro. You're bringing up
2: 1996 Tupac All Eyes on Me double album. Double super, album. Super long. We talked about that earlier over. I think it's 2 hours, right? Mhm. 2 hours. Okay. Yeah. Um yeah. Against-,
1: Against another 1996 album for you too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Against 2021's the House is Burning by Zayr Rashad uh, which we brought up episode 51 right after our second instrumental day. Mm-hmm. Uh, got my buddy Alex on that episode. That's always a, always a fun one. Shout out my boy. Um, but yeah man. I mean
2: different, different albums. Different, different, different albums. Eras all together. Yeah.
1: We're talking about Tupac yeah, though. I talking, mean yeah. this is this is the poly B effect yeah. to the umpteenth degree. Mm-hmm. Um is it?
2: And I, I don't no. Know why, I don't know why I picked this album. I think I did because it was his last, like, actual album mm-hmm. that he did before he died. You know, besides all the things that they released after he died and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, to be I mean, honest, there so many, you know, different uh, guests on this album with Snoop and yeah. with everybody that's on this album. I, I think, probably uh, would have picked this one, too, though, to yeah. be
1: honest. I would have picked, I think, probably would have done this yeah. one, too. So I, I see why, but yeah, there, he... Tupac's discography is so strong mm-hmm. that it's like you really could pick any of Yeah. One. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the song you picked for this one too is just mm-hmm. so good. Classic. <laughs> There's classic. so many classic songs on here. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: minus California Love and all the overplayed, you know, stereotypical radio songs. But yeah. Um, what a what, what a way to go out if this is your last album. Yeah. sense
1: for good. sure. And oh, man. The fact that it is his last album, it's like Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. Like you did ambitions as a writer and then mm. called it quits. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. what the fuck? It's crazy too because this is like our first
3: time bringing up a Tupac album. Yeah. We've yeah. Never talked Tupac, about Tupac. Tupac at all? We're very In East Coast this, heavy show. Yeah. <laughs> East, Coast are, yeah. <laughs> East Coast program. East
1: yeah. Coast program. But
3: I think uh, if we're talking about hip hop, Tupac is is up there. Yeah. He is up there. He's mm. one of those that definitely nowadays everyone's a lot of people still bring up tupac a lot of people still listen to tupac yeah. it's yeah. insane and this album for sure it has all of his really big bangers like ambitions that's a rider, all eyes on me um even has a lot of deep cuts you know with method man with snoop nate dog all yeah. over this yeah, everybody's on here. um i brought this up right before we started when i was growing up still like little little me like 10 year old me my cousins they would play shorty want to be a thug yeah. all the time <laughs> and i was i was still little like you know i didn't i couldn't ask you know who is this what is this yeah. um i barely knew how to talk <laughs> but i'd hear that little media that little whatever it is um that beat to it and hearing back this album i'm like damn that's what that song was it was yeah it brings me back oh yeah so it's,
2: it's not all gangster heavy you know it's a little bit here and mm-hmm. there it's got life goes on which is a sad ballad and yeah, and mixes it up a little bit. Shows a sensitive side of Tupac, which a lot of people forget about. You know, he's he's an actor. He's like very yeah. like outspoken. Yeah, poet. Uh, I think he just took this, you know, this album to the, the thug mentality to the fullest, which is cool. You know, and yeah. maybe it was a gimmick. Maybe it was half true. I don't know.
1: I remember um, one time we it was me and my buddy, my buddy Tyler, uh, guy who got me into the front bottoms. Shout out! I'll text you. Uh, (laughs) let him know, let him know he was getting a shout out. Uh, but he and I were moving from a little three bedroom apartment to like a big ass, like five bedroom house, uh, over off Kincaid, where I lived before I moved out to where I am now. Mm -hmm. And we had to like the two of us had to go, like we both had the day off. We had to go to the property management company for the new place and uh, like pick up the keys and we pull up and I'm like just wait here I'll run inside and grab them and I had this little shitty Civic with two power base 12 subwoofers in the back and we're I am blasting ambitions as a writer like Windows yes. rolled down August fucking whatever run inside go get the keys come back out song is still playing as loud as I left it yeah and Tyler's just sitting there and he's like I really that was a good. He's like, I like that move. I was like, what? He's like, us just pulling up to here, not giving a shit, speeding, uh, blasting ambitions as a ride out to our property management company, going and then just like not saying anything about it and leaving. Mm -hmm. He's like, and we smell like (laughs) wheat. Just like this whole thing. He's like, we definitely just roasted a bowl before we left. Like, we probably smell like pot. Like, all this stuff. It's like, Jesus Christ. But uh, great great memories associated with that album for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, But Jake you and I have a couple of memories about The House Is Burning, yeah, you know? We did like
2: more close than anything.
1: Yeah. yeah, that was the first time you and I hung out was the tour for this album, mm-hmm. going and seeing him live.
3: Yeah, and it great night. Great night. All things considered, it was fantastic. Yeah. Great show. Great. Um, everything about it, still have regrets of, you know, not only who we went with, <laughs> but not getting merch. Yeah. You know. right. Um. But man, it's, I mean, Zay is great, I think he's getting, he got a little bit more attention with this album, mm-hmm. um, but his catalog, I think it's a great third album to have in yeah. his little trio, you know, and his mm-hmm. fans, you know, they love it, we love it, Yeah, um, we have signed copies of it, it yeah. took like almost a year to come. Over,
1: it was a uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Actually, yeah, it, was, it was over a year. Yeah, over a year.
3: So, yeah, I appreciate this album a whole lot. Um, I I still listen to a lot of songs mm-hmm. that come on this.
1: Um, and, I mean, we talked, we gave, a, I brought it up for an ep. So, I mean, that, that me. shows my love for it right there. And for some reason, like, I see the point, like, it's not every, every Isaiah Rashad fan, like, it's not their favorite in his catalog. But for some reason, to me, it's like, I love Sun's tirade. And it honestly... On a good day, you could I could convince myself that that's my favorite album by him. But when this came out, I don't know. It was just like I'd been waiting so long, and it it made me realize like when it came out, like how it impacted me. I was like, oh, I'm actually a much bigger Isaiah fan than I thought I was. Mm -hmm. Like when it came out, I was like, oh shit, this is actually one of my favorite rappers of all time. Mm -hmm. Um, It felt like
3: uh, such a long way. It took forever for this to come out. Five years. And that that felt like forever. <laughs> it dude. felt like it felt like thirty We're like, where's the new album? <laughs> Where is it? You know? Yeah. Sylvia Demo was fantastic. Sun so started was amazing. Where is his mm-hmm. you know, where's his final? Where's his grand finale? It took forever, it felt yeah. like. But yeah, it coming out, I think it cemented him in hip hop as, you know, not very mainstream, not too mm-hmm. big, but still in that T D E yeah. you know, fan base. A lot of them really yeah. like they. A lot of them still gravitate to this album and Isaiah as as an artist. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. it's hard also when you're on that label. Yeah, like when you when, you get outshined when, when you're playing Twitch second is. fiddle to Kendrick, Schoolboy, Scissor, J Rock, yeah. Absol, fucking. It's like, dude, yeah, you just you're on a stat, which is like good for him that he's on that stacked label, but I think that's probably why mm-hmm. it's because he's not a priority for him. But uh, unfortunately, he is up against like one of the strongest albums in the bracket mm-hmm. uh, yeah. probably the most the biggest album on this side of it outside of the score uh, so unfortunately my I I mean I'm going to give the pity vote to House is Burning honestly I'm just going to give it a <laughs> vote I'm just going
2: to give it crumb
3: yeah Matt
2: I don't know but it's it's not an easy pick either for me because yeah. they're two different eras of hip hop yeah, you know? yeah. And for you guys this holds a good close memory too but. yeah I guess that's why I like my album too, for yeah. me. and Tupac was influential in good and bad ways, yeah, mm-hmm. whether it was positive or not, you know some people have their opinion, but yeah. for me, I'll probably go with Tupac, okay, all eyes on
3: nice the long way around it the long way yeah around it. i I would love to pick both of these albums mm. i mean yeah. if, if we can do like a little side tree branch where it's both of these albums against something else i would do yeah it, <laughs> they know. power up yeah somehow <laughs> Oh style but if we got a pick i'm sticking with matt i'm gonna have to go tupac okay um, that's hey that's perfectly fine yeah i mean we've we've brought up we t- had a whole episode of mm-hmm. isaiah rashad mm-hmm. and definitely more to come yeah and, for sure uh, i will definitely bring up his other albums but for now if we're talking about a bracket we're talking about hip-hop It Mm. is too fast. You gotta say that. Yep. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Yeah. yeah Can't nah. Can't nah. it would be
3: sacrilegious if I would. If I went against, (laughs) I'd get pitchforks and
0: you know
1: banging on the door already. Like, man, or (laughs) lifey? What you put in there might come (laughs) back. Fun fact. Don't go there. I found out this is. I found out that's actually a fun fact. Not many people know. That the old man from Pet Cemetery is Herman Munster from the Munsters. So, whoa, yeah, the guy that does the did what that? you put in there I my comic book—that's Frankenstein from the Munsters. A little spooky. Happy Halloween, ooh, everybody! Ooh. By the way, this is coming out <laughs> <laughs> six days after Halloween. Happy Halloween! <laughs> oh. <laughs> what if we did a Halloween like? <laughs> five days later we're all here and like (laughs) Jacob's dressed up as Pennywise in a full thing of makeup I'm in a Spider-Man suit (laughs) Matt's like (laughs) Thor (laughs) Matt's wearing a toga and a fucking (laughs) thing Uh, yep so All Eyes on Me moves on moving on it's all good I won one of the matchups against Matt (laughs) just one that's all you got that's
2: a tough tough match
1: that is. That's the poly B to the max. Mm-hmm. But next is Jacob and Matt. So Jacob, what you got, bad boy?
3: Yeah, looking at this bracket, I think this section is for me the hardest. Oh, easily. It's for me the hardest. Out of all of these, it's like one pick is hard or one like one matchup is good, but this little section, this bottom section, The hardest for me to
1: put it in word to put it simply, it's like this is where it gets personal because of like personal connections to these albums. Mm -hmm. Where it's like that's what I mean by personal. It's like no, I have a legit like emotional connection to this album. It's not. I understand that this is better, (laughs) but (laughs) I, I understand that Tupac is Tupac. But for my own self and the amount of times that like. This has helped me, you know? Yeah. That's what this... That's kind it's of what like, it's turning into This is what me. it is for me, for sure. It's like, no, this was me. <laughs> I cried <laughs> to
3: this. <laughs> that being said, mine for this matchup, uh, Joey Badass, 1999, uh, came out in 2012. Uh, I don't own this. Here's a picture of it. I know we will, will put it up. I've wanted this so bad. They did a repress like a year ago. I was like, I'm going to wait. I'm going to see it in person. Still have it myself for not ordering it but 1999 joy badass um probably one of the best mixtapes mix of all time i think mm-hmm. that's in hip-hop i think that's very well and that's that's a good statement like a lot yeah, of people hey? back that yeah um especially for his age he was like 17 18 when he made this album it's cool it's fucking insane awesome. um and yeah just i have a whole lot of appreciation for it we've talked about uh the follow-up to this yeah we've talked about waves off this album but uh, the follow-up to this album which was before the money uh, before the money Mm -hmm. um but yeah definitely one of my personal favorites of joy badass
1: and it's going up against matt's
2: black on both sides by most which came out in
1: 1999 I legitimately looked up ah, when, so uh, what was it? It came
2: out in 1999.
1: Damn, that's right. I tried, I looked up when we covered this, had the episode mm-hmm. in front of me, didn't write it down. But we did cover it. Episode oh, yes. 30, episode 33. It was episode 33.
3: Man, get this guy a medal. I remember because mm-hmm. that was,
1: uh, it was Most Death in Flames and Pete LaRocca. Damn. Oh, that's right. Basra. Yeah. That was the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. damn good memory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I looked at I mean I looked it up today and was like I took a screenshot mm-hmm. cuz I was going through and like if I found a good episode like that one I was like, ooh, I want to bring up like what that episode was." Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, that one was sick. Most deaf in Flames and Pete Rocker. Jesus yeah. Christ,
2: man. Oh yeah, we talked about Black on both sides. Yeah. Uh, one of my first introductions to Most Stuff and it's good. Duh. Yeah. 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 What else is there to say?
1: Yeah. And I mean, we gave we Talked about Most Def uh-huh. uh, earlier with Blackstar uh, yep. as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, love seeing Most Deaf in this bracket a, a handful of times. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this against 1999, it's like, both of them are so good in their own right. And I feel like Most Deaf is like, now, it's like, people talk about him, but not as much. And then like Joey Badass is kind of like the same for like Current, so mm-hmm. I'm... For some reason, I see a lot of similarity with like mm-hmm. the two of them, which is why I find a lot of I find this matchup to be pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. It is, it's very interesting. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. <laughs> Please.
3: Uh, I think I think for me, it's it's really tough because I love both of these albums. I grew yeah. up with both of these albums. Um, I think I heard Mustaf first just mm-hmm. because it, it's a classic hip hop album. Mm-hmm um but when i was in school in high school and like middle school i was listening to joy badass just because i related more to him Mm -hmm. um like he was you know i felt like i could step into his shoes more uh, Mm -hmm. because you know him being a younger guy i was like hey this is you know just for me it speaks to me and at the same time like you know just the work that he had on it like just making an album with his friends you know Mm -hmm. pro era like Capital Steve's R.I.P., and then, you know, um, Nick Caution, not Canon. Little <laughs> uh, Nick Cannon. I not, still have to Nick. clip that. That's hilarious, yeah. <laughs> uh, Chuck Strangers, you know, um, yeah. like a bunch of these guys that he went to school with just making an album. And, you know, lo and behold, it turns out to be heralded as, you know, one of the best mixtapes of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's insane for such a young age having that, you know, that skill that he has. It's not seen it's very rare and you know on this album he got production from jay dilla from primo from static selecta um like insane for this guy's 17 like why are you getting these big names on your album you know and that kind of shows that you know people Mm -hmm. did believe in him like they thought he was when he dropped this they thought he was the new wave for Mm hip-hop very much like oh this new guy from you know east coast from new york Mm -hmm. you know he's coming up he's young he's got a bright future and um, yeah I mean I I have so much love for this album um, so it's really tough for me to choose for this that's why mm-hmm. I'm so excited about it because you know I I could go on lengths on both of these mm-hmm.
1: like forever well, I mean the Joey Badass is insane he's insane you know one of the it's mind-blowing to me that like he's not that's kind of that's kind of the thing man is that like being quote-unquote popular in hip-hop where like everybody knows you is horseshit nowadays because Mm -hmm. it's all dumb like those artists aren't good in my opinion like they're good like i have guilty pleasure songs like future the Mm -hmm. i'm actually a huge future fan for some fucking reason. I can't get enough of it. But <laughs> there's... I like Future. What? I like Future. Yeah. But there's like some artists now that are like, everybody knows where it's like, they're not that that good, man. And then Joey Badass is like, it's one of those things. How do I put it? You'll understand. Floater, right? Mm-hmm. Insane band. We're like, why doesn't everybody know about him? Mm-hmm. And then we're like, wait, it's actually really fucking tight that not everybody knows about him because mm-hmm. then like we get cool shit. And that's kind of like the thing with Joey Badass is that he's not even the most popular person from Beast Coast because it's Flatbush by a long shot. Mm -hmm. And it's like, fuck, man, like I wish he was like so much bigger and like I wish Underachievers was bigger. But it's like actually kind of cool that they're not because it's like you have that little special thing Mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm the only person out of my friend group that listens to Before the Money or Mm -hmm. knows about 1999. Yeah. so it's one of those kind of things that it's like why I, I kind of like Joey Badass all, a shit ton actually mm-hmm. so that makes it difficult but then we're talking about most death. Uh. it's like it's right it's like one of the most underrated artists right now versus like one of the goats of the game but has kind of just like lurked in the background and isn't mm-hmm. you know on the popularity level of say a Biggie or a Pac but yeah. is just as fucking good mm-hmm. And has been doing it for just as long.
3: <laughs> I think I think hip hop is definitely like um, both of these artists are respected tremendously in hip hop. Like right. If mm-hmm. you if you bring up Joy Badass, you know people give praises to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think more so, most definitely, just because he's been doing it so much oh, longer, yeah. mm-hmm. he still pops up on features. He featured on, uh, you know, uh, ten uh I live with Hermes 10 by uh, Westside Gun oh yeah with Talib Kweli. Um so yeah he, he's very much still around um, mm-hmm. it's kind of rare when you see him pop up but when you do it's like so appreciated it's like oh my god we, we're getting a new verse from Mos mm-hmm. Def you know from Yasin Bey it, it's crazy and Joey Badass he just dropped 2000 like uh, I think earlier this year last year
1: Early I earlier this year I earlier remember. this year yeah
3: so uh yeah, there's there's still you know, they're still at it. They're still killing it. But um I think both of these albums are their magnum opus for each of them. Yeah. Definitely nineteen ninety nine for Joey Badass. Um and black on both sides, arguably, you mm-hmm. know, his his best. So it's a tough pick, man. It's straight down the middle for
1: me. Yeah, that is kind of a tough pick that way. Yeah. Jesus. But it's kinda uh black on both sides versus 1999 why did it have to be this one i feel almost as fucked up about this one as i did haram versus yes or whatever this mm. sucks <laughs> yeah um are we kicking off the voting and y'all are putting it yeah. on me
3: first yeah i'll put it on you
1: okay i'll put it on me <laughs>
3: fuck
1: I put it on matt, you. matt sure.
3: has very lo- little words but he has his mindset dude he, i know it yeah I know it. Because yeah, this one, like you guys are saying, it's, kind of, it's not a throwaway pick. It's not a
2: easy pick. It's just kind of like, it's hard to pick at all. Yeah, it's, it's just... Not, I don't want to pick,
1: but I'm going yeah. to. There's too many similarities, yeah. and the things that I appreciate about both are so like, oh, well, that's basically like this on Black on Both Sides. of, well, that's basically like this on 99. Put a bullet in me. Um, <laughs> I voted against Most Def, which was my own pick uh at the beginning of this mm-hmm. and we did a we did a full app on it we've done a couple we brought up Joey a couple of times which makes it so hard to do this but I I got to go most deaf with black on those sides <sighs> <laughs>
3: we're fighting fighting we're, we're, those are fighting words some fighting
1: some, some of these I actually do feel bad for not picking y'all's <laughs> pick I just got to be honest but that's just me but our next hip hop bracket I want to see before the money and honestly 1999 is fantastic, but mm. I gotta go be on both sides. So now it's one of you clowns. Too. Yeah, what you
2: got, Jake?
3: I'm I'm sticking with my guns, man. Yeah. I know I know. Mo's death is probably going through, and it should. I think mm. it should. I yeah, really yeah. do. Black on both sides is fantastic. Everything on it's mm-hmm. tremendous. Uh, all the songs on it are really good. But 1999, it's just it got me through life.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Like it really did help me a lot. Um and when music does that, it's powerful. Yeah, that's so great point. It it helps me a lot. It's made me who I am. It's made me appreciate hip hop. So I'm going with
1: nineteen ninety nine. Metal. And then your pick is
2: And my pick is going with my pick. <laughs> Black on both yeah. sides. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Black on both
1: sides moves on. Yeah. Uh and we'll do a quick bracket recap before we go into the last Match up. We've got three feet high and rising going up against Haram. Actually, fuck that. I'm going to cut this. We'll be right back. <laughs> I'm about to piss my fucking pants. All right. Draw, draw a ghost.
2: You are a clown.
1: You don't want to draw a ghost?
2: Nope. <laughs> I ain't afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> I ain't
1: afraid of no ghost. Uh, well, it's about time to go through the last matchup of this second round of 32 on the What You Spin in Hip Hop bracket. Let's go ahead and do a fucking bracket recap okay, first, round though. Round it back up. We're going to round it up. Uh, we've got Three Feet High and Rising by De La Soul going up against... Haram by Arm and Hammer. That's going to be what? brutal. After that, we've oh. got Good Kid Mad City by Kendrick Lamar going up against The Classic The Score by The Fujis After that, we've got a real knockdown drag out between 3001 A Laced Odyssey by Flatbush Zombies going up against All Eyes on Me by Tupac. And then just recently decided. This bout just finished up. We've got Black on Both Sides by Most Def. Going up against the winner of this last matchup, which is Matt's pick of... A uh,
2: 1997 album called The Art of War by Bug Bugs
1: and Harmony. Going up against Jacob's pick, which is... Wrath of the Math. Uh,
3: drew the Damage uh, came out in 96.
1: Bananas matchup. Uh, this banana. is what we call the deep cuts, yeah. kids.
3: Very,
2: very close, very unique, and these are deep cuts. Two different ways. Yeah. One, you can understand most of their words, one, you can't really understand what they're saying at all. <laughs>
0: mm
2: hmm. <laughs> both dogs. The Eddie veteran of hip hop, yeah, if you will. Both <laughs> dogs. They just had that cool vibe, I think. Oh, yeah. And just had that unique uh, flow, even if you didn't understand their lyrics or couldn't keep up. Well, their beats were cool, and. Yeah. had that kind of easy E vibe to them for a little while mm-hmm. yes
1: very much so but i mean bone thugs yeah. is bone thugs man. yeah like well, their earlier
2: albums are good too but i, th- I thought this one kind of captured their sound all together yeah like it was a double album and it showcased like all their albums have like a song about weed yeah and there's a couple of those songs on here yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> <It's about laughs> all of them had
1: a song about weed
3: <laughs> they have a song called the weed song yeah
2: this is, all, this is a very well-rounded <laughs> album And i remember coming out uh, in 97 and buying it and, yeah
1: yeah I mean, and I, it, like I said, it's Bone Thugs, you know, iconic stuff, um, In incredible group, going up against something that, like, I personally stumbled upon by accident, and I was very surprised to hear you bring it up, Jake, honestly, because I was like, I hadn't heard, I hadn't mm-hmm. even thought about Jeru the Damager in four years. <laughs> Bro, he, he's one of those guys that... How did you... Hold on, let's go into this real quick. How did you find
3: out about Drew? Uh, I got... Shout out my boy Caesar. Hey, Caesar. My boy Caesar. Um, I got put on by him on this, like, years ago. Like, he brought up uh, Mia the Papers mm-hmm. uh, a long time ago. Um, and that's how I found out about this. And... Yeah, since then I've been a fan of um, yeah. everything that he's done. Um, he works a lot with Premier. Um this whole album is produced by Premier. Jesus. Second second song or second album produced by DJ Premier on the bracket, which I feel like is kind of not fair that they were both on this side yeah. <laughs> of the bracket. But um yeah no it's uh it's fantastic it's classic fantastic. premiere classic primo you know you got the piano mm-hmm. piano beats the piano joints mm-hmm. with jeru just rapping you know and it's
1: good old hip-hop mm-hmm. and some good old hip-hop Yeah, it's
3: great hip-hop Very classic hip-hop. hip-hop
1: and then but it's like for some reason like art of war like in bone thugs in general just sound it's just so familiar mm-hmm. you know that's why i was like oh but like I said multiple times like oh well it's Bone Thugs which is maybe it's like a personal thing but for some reason I hear Bone Thugs and I'm like oh yeah like this is it's for some reason like I don't have any childhood or like adolescent memory connected to him but I'm just like I hear that Uh and I'm like oh yeah Fuck yeah! You, it's like comfort food, you know. You kind of hear like uh,
3: like the key and peels get in the background. Yeah, you know? okay, yeah. Homes, homes, my homes,
1: homes, yeah. Miss
3: homes, uncle homes, Miss homes, uncle homes,
1: homes, 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 times. Oh, man. I okay, wish okay. that, like, we could if there was like a way we could probably figure it out like just stream us all in a chat Mm. and like just get on and play like MLB and just be bullshitting and talking the amount of times that the fucking I miss my uncle Charles y'all has been said in Xbox party chats with this motherfucker is unreal Uh,
3: good times when we were all working together
1: oh yeah dicking around oh yeah We we would throw on Crossroads all the time I think this I think a couple songs off Art of War even made it on but this is like such a niche, it's like such a weird corner of hip-hop I feel like we're mm-hmm. in. Because how I found out about Drew the Damage of was uh, fucking Pandora. When I was working at the junkyard mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. driving around for 10 hours a day, I was on Pandora a lot because I was discovering new music to mix with and everything. Mm-hmm. And I did like MF Doom Radio with like Quasimodo added and Mad Lib added. And Me or the Papes, the exact song that he picked mm-hmm. popped up, and I was like,
0: wow.
1: "Oh, this guy fucking rules!" And mm-hmm. then I listened to the whole album. I was like, "Yo, this this kicks ass!" I was like, yeah. "This is sick." Uh, and then it's like that, but then Bone Thugs was like popular, but no one—I've never heard someone come out and say, "I'm a huge Bone Thugs and yeah, Harmony like, fan." There's not that because yeah. it's mm-hmm. that's why yeah. it's like so weird. And like like I said, the fact that you even brought it up was like, mm-hmm. "What the fuck?" Like, mm-hmm. how do you know about this? Mm-hmm. So I'm all over the place with this matchup. I truly don't know up from down. Yeah. I didn't bring him up. So I'm going to be the one to piss one of these two you, off. You, you are going to be the <laughs> one. That, you, I'm already pissed off with you for
3: multiple reasons. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're friendship's for, over. So if this happens, I actually might have to follow you yeah. home. And <laughs> <laughs> I think if me. we're talking like
0: influence
2: and overall appeal, I mean, Drew, the Damager is going to win. Oh. In, in my opinion mm. as opposed to Bone Thugs or at least this album by Bone Thugs yeah even though that is my pick um, I you, think my overall opinion would be to push through True the Damager based okay. on
1: what it's going up against yeah you. I mean I that think, that either one's gonna be a hell of a matchup yeah mm-hmm. but I think I I agree with you there mm-hmm. I gotta push through Drew hmm Jake, you're obviously. I think that means.
3: I think that means. Yeah, I think that means yeah. the landslide. I don't know. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> the landslide. But I don't know. I, I I like that. If we're talking about this a hip hop bracket, I like that it's uh, Bone Thug is in the conversation. Yeah, because have got to
2: talk about. You got to bring it up a little bit. Yeah. yeah, this is a double album. Great album. Lots of good songs on
3: here. Oh yeah. Four. Um, I had a couple. Well, I mean, body rot. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Uh, body mm-hmm. rot is a banger. Um, clog up your mind, Thug mm-hmm. Love. On Sit
0: back and let me. Meh, meh, meh.
1: That song is a fucking earwig, dude. You hear that song, it's stuck in your head yeah. for fourteen days. <laughs> so
3: I, I love, I like that pick. It, it's, I love that. Um, Bone Thug is in the conversation because I think I they should be. I think, long. I think they. Is it Memphis? It's, it's. Around there, right? Tennessee, for sure. Is it I Tallahassee? think it's definitely and that's south, south, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It, right. ain't, it ain't no outcast, I know that. No.
1: Yeah, yeah it ain't no outcast. Yeah. So. There, boy, it, is. there it is. There it is. Second round of 16 is done. done. Three feet high. Haram. Good Kid Mad City. The score. 3,001. All eyes on me. Black on both sides. Wrath of the Math. Gee. And... Mad Villainy, ATLians, 36 Chambers, Low End Theory, Ready to Die, Fear of a Black Planet, Soul Food, Pray for Haiti.
2: Dude, that's <laughs> even worse. <laughs> I don't know which side I hate more now. That one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That one sucks. I, think,
1: I think the next cast, someone's, can do that one. someone's getting stabbed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, guys. Well, this has been the second... Episode of the What You Spin in Hip Hop bracket, second round of 32. Um, we are all so stoked. Do it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We gotta touch. <laughs> we gotta touch bills. <laughs> <Don't> do <that. laughs> we just <laughs> don't touch bills. With and, them. No. Um, uh, no, we will be back in about two weeks' time to probably go over. We think in Sweet Sixteen. Yep. The whole thing. Whole Sweet Sixteen. Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. yeah. I feel like 16 albums is perfect to kind of mimic the true length of an episode. We'll be back next time to do full round of sweet 16 hip hop bracket here on what you spend. in thanks for stopping by, go ahead and like, and subscribe, leave a comment, tell a friend, follow us on Spotify, send it to someone you think would like it. Be nice to somebody. Be thankful. It's fucking November. Uh, stay cool. Or stay warm, I guess. Stay dry, stay hydrated. Peace out. It's Dorian, Jake, and Matt. We'll catch you next time.
2: Peace.